Welcome to the Business of Sales. I'm your host, Morris Sims. I have over 35 years training sales professionals who are actually business owners. And now, hey, I'm focused on helping those business owners run their businesses more effectively and efficiently in today's very fast-paced, ever-changing world. So on this show, we're going to interview some great business leaders and give you practical ideas that you can use today. So, hey, stick with us, please. We've got great things coming out, and it's going to happen right now. Today on the Business of Sales, we have two very wonderful, strong women entrepreneurs to share with you their story about how they've gotten to business and some of the challenges that they've overcome. They're both alumni of the Business of Sales. They've done their own individual podcast with me, but we wanted to get together and be able to do this uh, as a, a trio here, if you will, and uh, be able to go from there. So Amy Scruggs is with us today, a country music artist, a country music star, her hits number 10 in the UK this morning. And though, golly gee, the video is just outstanding. Go to YouTube. We'll tell you about that in a minute. Also with us today is Mindy Audlin. Mindy wrote a book, as did Amy. And, and so have I. I think everybody writes books nowadays, but Mindy's book is extremely good. Uh, it has changed a lot of the way I think. But Mindy Audlin is here as well. She runs the What If Up group. So um, let me hush and turn it around to you guys how did we get started? Who would like to tell the story? Which one of you ladies would Mindy like to, needs to take it? Mindy, <laughs> it's, hi, yeah, Mindy, it's, you. <laughs> it's you, Mindy. Well, it all started with the two of you. So I got looped in after you two connected. So maybe, uh, maybe Amy kicks this one off. <laughs> all right. So I was so thankful to meet Morris, be invited to be on the podcast of sales the first time as we were going to have a great discussion, helping sales professionals to get out of their, their own way and grow in their business, ask for the business. And it ended up being just an incredible, incredible time. I actually came onto the podcast to originally just talk about media coaching and helping sales professionals being in front of the camera. Morris, um, in doing his homework on me, uh, heard the recording artist part of me and was very excited about my song that had just released called What If It All Goes Right. So if you can go back and listen to it, but we did talk heavily about the music and also how asking for the business in any industry really does help level you up and go that next level. After that podcast, he reached out to me and I about fell over on my desk when he said, Amy, you're not going to believe who I just found. I found Mendy Odlin, who wrote the book, What If It All Goes Right? And uh, something magical is about to happen here. You two need to meet. And so Morris sat us up to meet, which was just incredible. He had a podcast with Mendy right after Mendy and I got to meet privately on a Zoom and it was just magic. We were supposed to know each other for the last 10 years. And here it is. It came together. Her mission, her passion for helping people understand that mindset of what if it all goes right. At the same time, I am so passionate about this song and it out there changing lives. And now what we can do together is just magnetic. And so we've stayed in touch with Morris. The three of us have built just a friendship and a kinship and are excited as we're watching each other grow and make a difference in people's lives as this has been happening right before our eyes. And here we are together today. Did that do it? Did that sum it up? <laughs> yes. That, yes. That, yeah, that pretty well told the story beautifully. Absolutely outstanding. It's been a wonderful gift to, to me to get to know these two ladies and and see what kind of wonderful entrepreneurs they are in the business world out there because they both run some wonderful businesses. Mindy, how did you get started in your business? You're a speaker, an author, you run the What If Up Club. Tell us about your journey. 
Yeah, well, I have to say, um, meeting Amy and and that song, that what if it all goes right song, I have been starting my day with those words in my head, and now I can sing and I can dance along to them as well. Sorry. Um, I love that. I, it's such a, such a powerful question. And what I love about the question is it gets us thinking about what is our best case scenario. And what I love about the song is it gets us thinking about that best case scenario in a way that feels so good. that just makes us want to move and dance and celebrate. So I started as an entrepreneur multiple decades ago, and I started working with college students in leadership and personal development and personal growth. And at that time, I was living what was my dream. This was my thing. I grew up with a, a speech impediment. So I grew up with a very shy kid, like afraid to open my mouth. But I was a good listener and I was always looking for ways that I could grow myself. And so I had this dream of starting this business. And when I started the business, things started to take off. It was really exciting. I worked out of uh, a little house in outside of Baltimore, Maryland, little basement uh, office. And then I would be on the road. And I was finding that being a speaker and traveling all the time, it was difficult to build community. It was difficult for me to find a friendship base. And I was finding myself in that lonely leader type of experience of I'm kind of lone wolfing this. And it was at that time I found a group of women entrepreneurs who were coming together once a week just to encourage each other, to uplift each other. And we started playing this little what if game. And this little game has become, I started teaching it to students. I started using it myself and it evolved into what is now the what if up club and the book, what if it all goes right? Because once we get into that mindset of what is my best case scenario and how might I create that now it's fun, it's empowering. And when we can do that together, as you can see by the synergy in this group, amazing miracles start to happen. And the book is, is amazing in and of itself because Mindy teaches us all of the nuances of the whole idea of being able to have the mindset of what if it all goes right. And there is a lot more to it. it the, the piece that really turned me around and helped me tremendously was when she started teaching me about, in the book, teaching me about not being attached to the outcomes. Mm-hmm. We tend to, all of us in business, get so attached to the outcome. Hey, let it go. It's going to be what it's going to be. If you do the part you're supposed to do, and you look at it with the right mindset, and you get out there and you take the inspired action necessary, the results are going to come. Don't let them and that attachment slow you down. So, Mindy, that's what you've taught me so far. I love that. I, I think the non-attachment piece is is such an important piece because we want to hold the vision, like what's my best case scenario? But when we start thinking that that vision has to happen in the way that I see it in order for me to be happy, in order for me to be successful, then it creates all this stress and all this tension that keeps us from stepping into our creative potential. And I know, Amy, you and I have talked about this a lot in terms of your song. So obviously, we have this vision for this song reaching everybody, starting their day with this amazing song, and then also not getting attached to what that specifically looks like. Uh, Do you to that? I couldn't agree more. And it's funny you bring that up, but I'm, I'm just interjecting because I literally in these past two weeks right now is we're heading into kind of heavy radio promotion for this song. And I was even speaking to one of the promoters that said, look, you know, we, we can't guarantee outcomes. This is what we're doing and we're replacing it. And I said, but you heard the title of the song, right? I have no outcome mindset. I'm thankful for what it's doing. It would be ironic if I expected an outcome with a song called, what if it all goes right? Let's get it out there and see how it resonates. And that's it. 
I'm going to let it go and it's blessed and I'm joyful about it. And let's just, let's just watch the magic happen. That's it. <laughs> My friends, thank you again for listening to the business of sales. We appreciate you. Hey, a quick bit of news for you just to get started today. Our friend and mentor, Dr. Randy Marshall. Well, Randy has taught many of us in the world of sales over the years. He makes no apology for his faith and his Christianity. He is in Poland right now, helping with the refugees and providing aid to the Ukrainians. Randy has taught there for several years to help build leaders to plant churches in that country. Now he works to help get them medicine and clothes and food and, yeah, even bulletproof vests. So please pray for Randy and his mission and his safe travels on all his many trips back and forth. And if you're moved to help support this work, go to a website. It's tccp.pro. That's the Center for Church Planters. tccp.pro, P-R-O, and share your treasure to help a people who are truly in need of physical and spiritual support at this time. Carla and I have been blessed, and we've given to this organization because I know every penny is going to go to help a family in Ukraine and to spread the gospel. You know, our Lord taught us, as often as you've done this for one of my least brothers, you did it for me. Thank you for your support, and thank you so much for listening to the business of sales. Hey, let's get back to the show. And that's how the magic happens. I mean, that is how the magic happens, is by trusting it, doing what we feel inspired to do. As you said, Morris, the inspired action. What is mine to do right now? So I am all in. I am excited about the possibilities and I'm not attached that it has to show up in a really specific way. Right. So Mindy, tell us more about your journey throughout this. I know it, uh, it never goes exactly the way you want it to, but what if it all goes right and you found a way to make it all come together? Challenges along the way? Yeah, I, I always tell people the book is not called What If It All Goes to Plan. It's called <laughs> What If It All Goes Right. <laughs> because I've had lots and lots of plans and lots of things that I thought, I thought this was going to do it. I thought this was the strategy. I thought this was the approach. And I have been, um, you know, have I been wrong or have I just been guided? And and the whole idea of think of what if it all goes right mindset is to say, you know, that all of those failures so that you can look at and say, okay, well, that didn't go according to my plan. So the plan may have failed, but the bigger picture is unfolding in a way that is bigger than my understanding. And to be able to see, looking back, hindsight, to be able to look back on the journey at all the things where it would have been easy to say, well, clearly this doesn't work. Clearly I need to give up on this. Clearly I've hit a dead end where what if all of those things that look like dead ends are actually they're on purpose to give me a lesson, to give me a skill set, to give me something that I that I learned that's going to position this moment in history where we have a hit song coming out. We have um, consciousness expanding. We have people uh, wanting and yearning for this message more than perhaps ever before in the history of humanity. Uh, what if everything that I've experienced along the way as struggle has been to lead me into this moment. And so that's what a what if it all goes right mindset is. It's having the faith to believe that what I'm inspired to do in this moment, go for it all out. And if the outcome isn't what I thought, it's because that outcome is leading me somewhere even better. Yeah. I, you know, Dwight Eisenhower said plans are, are just absolutely, he said it a lot better than this, but basically he said plans are useless. 
the process of planning is essential. And I, I think he's right, because you're right, Mindy. So, so many times we make plans and not everything goes exactly the way we had planned, yet we still wind up overall with what we were looking for. Hey, y'all, hang on for just a second. I got, I got something I just got to tell you. I'm giving away some free stuff, all right? Free stuff. I've got a copy in there of my ebook, Practical Influence with Ideas to Help You Improve Your Influence with Other People. I've got some, uh, some great marketing and prospecting ideas that are on an audio file, so you can listen to it while you work out or drive or whatever you'd like to. And we've also got some stuff in there on planning for 2022 to help you make 2022 your best year ever. Just go to morrissims.com slash free stuff. That's morrissims.com slash forward slash free stuff and get your free stuff. It's just that easy. All right. Now back to the show. Right. Yeah. And I think for me, you asked me about the the challenges. My biggest challenge along the way has really been that self-doubt that creeps in when the plan that seems like it should work doesn't work. And so this process has helped me it's been an ongoing, like every time that self-doubt creeps in, like, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, what am, what am I doing? Is this the right thing? You know, all of that, which I think all of us in, in business as entrepreneurs, as sales professionals, we have those questions in our mind, like, is this it? Am I doing it right? Like all that kind of thing to be able to have something to anchor into and to look, to be able to reframe and reset and say, well, what if this is going right? What if I trust it? And to really step into that kind of faith, what if it all goes right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, Amy has a great journey to tell us about as well. And part of her expertise is being in front of the camera and doing that right. And what Mindy just described, I would call imposter syndrome. Amy, is that right? (laughs) Yes, it's true. It's true. And we all live with that. That you can't you can't interview one person that wouldn't say yes I felt that imposter syndrome I still you know self talk out of it every I fire myself every morning and then I rehire myself somewhere around two o'clock and go no we're doing good today okay so there's this constant thing that goes in there that you're like really really wait a minute and so we're constantly uh, uh, because we lived with ourselves all these years right we know every detail you we can you can read my bio and read it out and and your our listeners and viewers are only going to see what you just read about my background but i lived every bit of it so you've got all those pieces creeping in to say yeah but really but really yeah, okay but you're tired today you're sick today you can't even do this today what's wrong with you and you over you 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 take out that mindset and go no wait a minute I can, I can accomplish today. And sometimes it's a matter of me saying it's okay to rest today, giving myself self-forgiveness to not be working 24 seven, that I don't have to always be busy or pursuing in order for outcomes to happen, getting out of my own way, that my busyness produces the outcomes versus the right mindset, the right amount of work, of course, but the balance therein to still let it breathe. And, and I, I always love talking about the just kind of just show up. And I tell clients this, even for being in front of the camera, just show up, just show up, be you, watch what's going to happen. And look what happened when I just showed up to meet you, Morris. Look at the three of us sitting here today, because that morning I just showed up for us to have an interview without any worry about what we were going to talk about, what it was supposed to do, who it was supposed to be for, whether we were on camera, off camera, look what happens when we just show up. All right, Amy, I got I got to share it. There's just no way around it. Amy gave me a catchphrase that I love. I've used ever since she shared it with me. Show up and shut up. 
Yes. <laughs> just show up and shut up. Don't give me any trap about it. just show up and shut up. And That's she's absolutely right. So many times I have just showed up and kept my mouth shut about what I might be feeling and walk right in there. And sure enough, uh, things, things turn out just exactly the way they're supposed to. Now, Amy, you're going to be on the Grand Old Opry here before we know it. I just feel it in my bones. But when did you first start thinking about that? Three years old, standing on a fireplace <laughs> with a hairbrush in my hand. And when anybody asked what I was going to be when I grew up, my answer was Barbara Mandrell. I mean, this was the answer since childhood. I was already practicing. I started playing the piano by ear at three. I started singing at three, went into lessons by five. And no one else in the family was musical. So the family, what, what do we do with this? What do we do with her? What is this? What, what's happening? You know, everybody was in athletics. And I come from, from a, a engineering and an aerospace industry family, the whole family, uncles, grandparents, everybody was in this big business. And here was, you know, the baby of the family of all the cousins, musical Amy. And, uh, you know, it's it's been quite a journey with that. But I, I love it. Even this week, a cousin uh, who I haven't spoken to in 10 years saw what was going on on social media and said, oh, my God. We're all so proud of you, little cousin. Look what happened. I'm like, see, see, I've been singing since I was three. I told you so. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how did it all come together for you, Amy? Oh, it, it still is. I don't ever try to use the word coming together. It's, you know, because there was a lot of coming apart and then there's a lot of, um, you know, gluing together, I think would be, would be a really good way to put it, but it's a constant evolution. As we talk about, you just keep walking that process. And um, I've had tr tremendous loss and experiences. I started off, you know, there was always mouths to feed. For me, there's a root there of survival and feeding kids and feeding a family that always kind of navigated, even, even down to the music. There were times we, you know, that I love Jody Messina's line. I've been singing for my rent and singing for my supper. I'm above the below and below the upper. That, that line in that song um, called, uh, called I'm All Right really was always resonated with me. Many times we were singing for the supper, that it wasn't just about, oh, I'm a singer. There was a skill set I was able to use. I started in business in the wholesale mortgage industry in 2001 and loved my career in wholesale. I was leading sales professionals. I was out in the field in all of Southern California meeting mortgage brokers and pre-qualifying clients and, and loving the relationship of sales and the business of sales and, and helping my other team members how to be more confident in doing presentations and the speaking. So I started off with that right out the gate. I was always singing, always in cover bands, always singing concerts in the park, and I grew up singing in the church choir. So music was always still a part of it, but the bread and butter was definitely sales. That was where it was. And in 2007, anybody who remembers what happened to the mortgage and real estate industry in 2007, I was right in the thick of that. That, that hit. And hit hard. And it was the same time that I also had to have a major surgery and a full hysterectomy. So I was in the hospital watching the news as my entire industry just collapsed around me. So I came oh. out of recovery um, with four kids, a hysterectomy, a major recovery, and no job. And that was, that's it. That's you shift. Time to shift. Recalculating route. You know that? <laughs> I know that voice. That was the voice I was hearing in my head. And uh, when I'd started in Nashville in 04 and, and making relationships and recording and, you know, flying back and forth, still always in sales. I remember my A&R rep, James Ray, saying, Amy, they call it music business for a reason. Run it as a business. The successful artists run it as a business. And I took that and I went out and asked for the business now as an artist. I asked for the business in music. And six months later, I opened for Clint Black at Camp Verde, Arizona on the 4th of July for a major national stage. And I knew that I was going to be able to leverage that to go the next steps. I, the next years went on to no mortgage industry 
but touring, but singing, but asking for the business with kids in tow. It was not easy. But sometimes you've got to keep shifting. It was gluing it back together, coming apart, some amazing life-changing moments, massive stages. I mean, I've opened for some of the biggest names in country, but backstage was was kids that needed to be fed as well. And there was all (laughs) of the drama and the nonsense. And there's never a venue that there's not an issue. Sound requirements aren't met. There's this, there's that, there's this, there's that. It's always chaos behind. You have to run it as a business. And that's what I did until I could step back into a recovering industry in 2011 so that I could go back into sales and still continue music and combine those careers. And at the time, it seemed devastating. We lost our bass player suddenly to a heart attack in the midst of all of this. Mm. I lost my home. I had to move to a new city. I mean, there was so many different things that took place that could just crumble you. But I remember in that core of just continue putting the same passion and mindset and skill set into what I was doing now, whatever it is, whether I'm back in a cubicle in a small company or whether I'm on a national stage, do it with the same passion, do it with the same love and watch what can happen. And I always felt that in my head, but God was just saying, watch what can happen. Just keep moving forward. We tend to put timelines on things. This has to happen by this time. And this has to happen by this time. But when you take time out of the equation and watch the magic happen, Here I sit now 11 years later from those complete losses that I've been hosting a national TV show the last five years. The the music project of my dreams just now releasing with a song that is magical. Two new friends here that that now are a part of that mission that I didn't even know existed six weeks ago. And I watch what the magic can happen. Overcoming those setbacks and take them as, as new stepping stones and new tools, as Mindy was saying, to keep moving forward. And my favorite part of Mindy's book that resonate, I mean, there's so many great parts of her book because I just loved it, Mindy. I finished it. But I am a thermostat, not a thermometer. I will set the temperature myself. And here we are. Isn't that the truth? And, it, you know, it, it's amazing to me. Have you ever noticed how uh, Disney movies always have an adult theme somewhere involved? Yes. You know, oh, yeah. I, I found one this week in, in my, my newsletter that I was writing when I thought about persistency and, and keeping on, keeping on and doing everything. All of a sudden, just keep swimming. Just and, <laughs> you know, all that that's from Finding Nemo just kept blowing in my ears. Just keep swimming. Sometimes you got to put floaties on. That's okay. <laughs> that's right. I love that. That's, that's great. Right. Sometimes you got to put floaties on. Yeah, Sometimes absolutely. you got to put floaties on. Sometimes you're ready to clop, hop on the surfboard, but keep swimming. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, you know, it, it, what you said, Amy, is so true in all of our businesses. It's something is not necessarily going to go exactly right in the background, but we, send, we tend to solve that. And, yeah, it's just like giving a presentation in front of a whole group of, of hundreds of people. The best line, the best information I ever was given by a coach was, Morris, they don't know what you're going to say. It's okay. And sure enough, I'd get up there and I'd leave out a whole section of my talk. They never knew the difference. And I still got people telling me how great it was. So exactly. it, it's, it all comes back down to just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Now, I know well, I that. Think being part of, I'm, I just want to jump in and say, I think part of being in an authentic community like this, to be able to have other entrepreneurs that you connect with, that you can share with, it starts to normalize like, okay, I feel like I'm overwhelmed. I feel like I'm not ready. I feel like, uh, why me? Like I'm feeling all those things. And to see that that's, that's not a sign of things going wrong, that that's just how it works, you know? And if you do keep on swimming and if you do just 
okay, it's showtime now. Now I'm on stage and everybody else is going to say, wow, she has got it together. Would you look at that? You know, they don't, they don't know what just happened backstage. They don't know that you're, you're yes. juggling kids and all that. And I think that if we can connect with other entrepreneurs and other business people and say, you know, if you're feeling this, know that that's, that's part of the creative process. Void out of the chaos. That's where we right. say, let there be light and the light comes. And we need so. each other for that. It takes the loneliness out. It puts the reality back in and I, and it's always uplifting. Do you notice that I think all of us are going to accomplish more in our day to day just because we came together for this time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys were both just overnight successes. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm 20 years in. I'm waiting for that overnight success, but it's, it's just around the corner. <laughs> Me too. Me years too. To get back to Nashville, 18 years to have <laughs> this project and to have this happen. And that's, that's exactly the point I guess I would like for us to make here is that I have yet to find anybody that was an overnight success. I happened to see Michael Bolton on TV last night, and he said he started singing when he was 16, didn't have his first hit till he was 34, you know, but he just kept on swimming. Yes. <laughs> he you know just what I kept always... on swimming, and somewhere along the line, he got a haircut. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, you just keep, you just keep going, and it, it eventually comes into play, and it works out well. Uh, Mindy, tell us what what do you think? I mean, after looking back over over these years of of working hard and just keeping on swimming, what's what's a couple of things that you picked up that you hold on to today that keep you going? You know, I look back on my path. I was actually just going through some of my old journals from like twenty years ago, and I'm like, wow, the seeds of what I'm doing now were there. Like they they've been there for a very long time, and I can. I can easily choose the route of looking back and saying, oh, if I only had stuck it out a little bit more then, or if I'd only turned left instead of turning right there, I can look back on my path and say, oh, I wish I had been more committed. I wish I had been <laughs> clearer minded. I wish I'd had more clarity. Um, but none of that is productive, right? So instead, it's like looking back and saying, wow, look at what I, I took this, what felt like a detour but what if I see that as that wasn't a detour? That actually gave me something that is now uniquely mine to offer that I would not have had on the trajectory that I was on. So I think a lot of it is being gracious with ourselves, being loving to ourselves in the journey and embracing all of it and seeing how it all, it all comes together. And also trusting that the decisions that we're making, we always will make the best decision given the information that we have. Right. So if we can be mindful, if we can pay attention to you know, what excites me and what, what's needed now, what's necessary now to put the supper on the table and and trusting that um, in the journey, like we're going to be guided. And if we can come together, I think it's really helpful to be able to connect with others to see, you know, what is the path that, uh, you know, I have this dream and then I have this reality of my life that the dream has to navigate through the maze that is my life as a mother, as a wife, as, you know, here's my geography, here's my resources. So I, I think it's, it's helpful to be in community and it's also helpful to be loving to yourself and looking back and seeing, you know, what if all of these pieces are truly working for me to be able to help me continue to grow and continue to expand. Absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned something, and 
this show is all about you guys. I'm I'm supposed to just be kind of almost a fly on the wall here, but I got to tell you a quick story. You you brought something up, Mindy, that I I relate to and I loved completely, and that is, you never know what might happen to you, but if you look at it and you think about it, chances are, it made you who you are today. Halloween night, 1956, my dad decided he didn't want to be around anymore, and he took his own life. I was three weeks old. That sort of kind of set the stage, (laughs) sort of set the stage for who I was going to be and what I was going to have to do from that point forward. Mom moved us back to Birmingham, Alabama, and and we did our thing there with a single mom who was a secretary, and we lived in apartments, and thank God for our family, they kept us afloat. But that in and of itself could have been something somebody would have just, you know, been victimized by. But instead, I think you have to look at that sort of stuff and say, you know, it is what it is. Now I've got to keep swimming. I got to keep moving forward. I got to keep doing what I'm supposed to do here and keep my head down and keep going. So many people over the years have come to my office and said, Morris, what do I have to do to get promoted? And my answer is always the same thing. Keep your head down work harder than you've ever worked before and make sure you are totally and completely in line with quality and with, with your own morality and your own decision-making and keep going. Somebody's going to notice that and you're going to wind up getting promoted. Same thing's true here. You just got to keep going because you never know what might happen to you and what it's going to do to cause you to be in a better place going forward uh, after that point in time. And it frankly became a great story when I was teaching, uh, people had to be life insurance agents, that's for sure. Wow. Well, and I can say this, Morris, because, you know, as as we've talked about our stories and seeing you and seeing how, uh, how much you appreciate strong, powerful women, I can see that being seated in you from a young age to have these strong, powerful women who were willing and able to hold the space for this little baby to grow up in an environment where now here you are bringing together strong, powerful women and using your platform here, this fabulous podcast to uh, to be a voice of, of change and providing opportunities mm, like this opportunity that we've had to connect. It would not have happened without without you being that catalyst. catalyst. Well, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. And it's been it's been a fun, as I've said, it's, it's been quite a blessing for me. Because uh, Mindy, just like you, I start the morning with uh, with Amy singing in my ear. I'm and so it, sorry. Uh, it, it's really <laughs> cool. Good. It's so good. A whole lot of <laughs> It really is cool. And this morning, I actually played it a second time when I got on the treadmill, and it's just oh. amazing. And it's just it's incredible the way it all comes together. Now, both of you happen to run your own nonprofit organizations as well, and. Those are those are businesses just like a, a for-profit business is a business. Amy, tell us a little bit about yours. Uh, mine is still mine is nowhere near the level of excellence that Mendy's is at. Uh, mine was more like the field of dreams, build it and 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 then they will come. So I I built it um, knowing that God had put it on my heart to build Boy for, for Heroes back in 2018. But it's really kind of sat dormant, especially with the pandemic. I did a couple good projects in 2018 and 2019, but I knew it was supposed to sit there and then 
now, of course, out of nowhere, which isn't the case, but the right timing and everything else, I have two new board members that have come in that are literally about to do just phenomenal things with the, with the same vision, the same mission. And now it can take on a new life. And, and the whole purpose of Voice for Heroes, I, I always joke, you know, I, I've got a big voice and I knew that God was going to use it for more than just singing, but to also empower others. And then my love for being on camera or having a message out there, well, there's a lot of great organizations, nonprofits, businesses that are doing incredible things, but maybe don't have the ability to get the message out there in a big way. Don't know how to share their message, how to get into press, how to bring news channels out to what they're doing and to get that greater visibility. So Voice for Heroes is that that middle platform to help other nonprofits get their story out and get their message out of what they're doing to impact their communities. It's So that that's what it's about. And now we're about to take on some new projects and grow in a bigger way, but it's really fun. One of the organizations I've been able to help over the past few years went from, you know, struggling to actually getting local news, then Discovery Channel, then a major documentary, and now has brought in tremendous amounts of money and grants coming in just because the visibility allowed people to know they were there. And that's the purpose of Voice for Heroes. It's amazing. Absolutely incredible what we can do when we just open up our minds and, and, uh, Think about what if it all goes right? Yes. Mindy, what about, about your nonprofit? Tell us a little more. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. It's, as you were sharing, Amy, about that 2007, 2008, that moment in history, that is when the book was originally released. And so here I had this project I was working on for three years, and then the book comes out, and then the economy crashes. <laughs> so, <laughs> what if it all goes right? Well, we haven't seen that lately. Yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? But in terms of looking at the bigger picture, what I see now is that during that time, I was out there speaking to a lot of people who were Amy's, who were they lost their job, the, the job they thought would last forever, the industry that they thought was indestructible. Like they were coming together, and they're like, the the land, the carpet got pulled out from under me. I have no idea what's next. I have no idea what's next. And so I was there at that moment with this idea: what if it all goes right? What if this thing that you're going through is the blank canvas from which you create the next chapter of your life? So I really, looking back, I feel like um, it, it has been so divinely guided and it has been so intentional. Not that it was easy because those people who did not have huge budgets to be able to get coaching and sign up for programs, but I truly felt like I was called to be there in that moment with that message for people going through that transition. And it feels the same to me now. So I have uh, worked in spiritual community. I have led spiritual community. I think this is a deeply spiritual process to be able to connect with what is mine to do, that that is a spiritual level question, like what am I called to do and how am I called to express that? So I find that even as I am an entrepreneur and I have books and products and coaching and all those different things that, that I run as a business, I also know that there is a huge piece of this what if it all goes right message that is a ministry. It is here for all people. And that sometimes the people who need it the most are the ones who feel like the carpet, the rug just got pulled out from under them. And how do I provide a place where these teachings and this mindset and this community can be there for people in those moments as well? And so that is what the What If Up Club is. It is uh, on a mission to elevate humanity by spreading hope building connection and inspiring positive change and using this particular mindset in order to do that. The what if up club. What I if up I am club. A, I'm a member. 
I'm a you member. Are. I love it. I am. I love yes. it. We're, we're all members of the club. It's uh, it's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Ladies, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed this uh, this period of time we've had together today. Thank you so much for being with us. Amy, grab your guitar. We want you to sing our way out of the. No, I'm sorry. I won't. I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you just on the spur of the moment. But your music is going to start this show and end it. That's for sure. What if it all goes right? And and Amy, real quickly, what did you tell me? It's number 10 in the United Kingdom now? 10 in the UK this week. It bumped up five more spots this week. And uh, in the next uh, six, eight weeks or so, we'll see how the U.S. starts receiving it. And um, Australia is loving it right now. So, so thankful for all the stations that are taking on this message, taking on the song and realizing that it needs to be heard. And um, so we'll just see what if it all goes right. It's going to resonate with the people it's supposed to. And that's all I care about. Uh, and the video is outstanding. It's on YouTube right now. It's it's just uh, it's, it's great job. Absolutely great job. You should pat the producer on the back. It was it was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> it was really great. So thank you both very very much for being here today. We loved having you here. We're going to do this again. Uh, if if even if we don't publish it, we're going to do it again just because it's so much fun. Just show up. <laughs> That's show, right. up. Just show, show up. Show up. Up up up. <laughs> show up have a great week and for everybody else out there you guys go out and make it a great week have a wonderful time because hey nobody knows what if it all goes right i'm morris sims and i'll see you again next week right here on the business of sales what if that road that you're taking is a dead end what if love leaves you all jaded and broken what if that limb breaks your climb now Yeah, what if it all goes wrong? But what if it all...